Okay. Yeah. You want to do your name for a sound check? Sure. Mike O'Donnell, O-apostrophe D-O-N-N-E-L-L, Councillor Ward 8. So if you're okay, excuse me, <coughs> if you're okay, I'll just make a comment first just yeah. to give you a little background. So council uh, charged us with the idea of putting a conference together so that we could create a bit of a roadmap uh, for the city of Regina in particular. But what we've decided to do as well is to make sure that uh, what we can learn in this conference is to uh, be shared with smaller communities. So one of our target audiences is rural Saskatchewan and rural Manitoba and so on. And so with that in mind, we've extended um, uh, int- uh, um, extensions to, uh, say, uh, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan and Ontario where communities have responded and they're coming to be part of the presentation. So just so that you're aware of that and I know you want to talk about speakers and I know you want to talk about money and I'm ready. Who put together the conference? So we have a group of uh, two councillors and staff from the city of Regina and we've been working on it since August. And who picked the speakers? So collectively uh, we uh, we looked at bios and all that kind of stuff and made some inquiries and so collectively the group of us made the, the decision on who the speakers are. Can you explain why you chose Patrick Moore? Sure. So um, one of the things that we we're aware of is that he would probably create some interest. And so, uh, and he has, you're here today. And so that's one of the things that we we're looking at too. He has an interesting background, but he is only one of four keynote speakers. In fact, there are 45 speakers at the conference. So uh, that's kind of one aspect. The second aspect is that when council actually gets a final product uh, that is a document to say, here's what the conference was about and what we've learned, uh, they are also going to face uh, people who may or may not agree with this notion of sustainability and what's involved in that. So we want to make sure that we prepared them in many ways. But just a few months ago, he was on Fox saying a climate crisis is fake news. You could pick anyone. Why him? So uh, he has an interesting background in terms of Greenpeace as well. What we have He's also distanced himself largely from Greenpeace. And I and I know that right? I'm mm-hmm. saying people would, or some people anyway would know his, his background from Greenpeace. What we um, what we also want or will do is that we have some many other points of view from our other keynote speakers and the other presenters. So he's just one aspect. But he kicks things off on the first day, the first keynote. Why did you want to open or lead with with that kind of messaging? I gotcha. So the first, so there's two days of the conference, okay, uh, May 20th and 21st. On the first day, it's what we would call the more a uh, practical approach. Here's some things that are really going on, and here's an interesting practical uh, approach from say someone like a Patrick Moore. The second day is aspirational, where we are trying to get people to look beyond what some communities are currently doing to what may be possible in the future. And so he's just part of that interesting first day. Why do you think that perspective of maybe you know, denying climate change is an important perspective to yep. represent at the conference? So we do not wish to be political about this at all. So what we're doing is we're simply saying, here are some people that have interesting ideas. And he has some other perspectives to bring besides the denial in terms of his background. Further, what will happen on the evening, the first evening, is that we have a dinner opportunity where uh, attendees can go have lunch with uh, one of the speakers. He happened to be one of the people that is making himself available, so people can go and sit down one-on-one with him and have a chat. I guess I don't see how it's not political when he, you know, has been paid by companies to talk about, you know, fossil fuels and their benefits and that climate change sure. isn't. You know, some would see that as very political. I understand. And that's why, though, we're bringing in 45 different speakers. There's going to be a variety of topics discussed and a variety of opinions presented. 
Do you think the city of Regina is progressive when it comes to climate change? I hope so, because we're going to be part of the uh, presentations showing what we're doing to currently become sustainable, but we're also putting on the, co the conference, not an industry-led conference, but a municipal-led conference to say what can municipalities do to work on this. So I think we're very committed. One of the issues with Patrick Moore, though, is that his... Uh, his position on climate change has nothing to do with politics. It's anti-science. It, right. it, it's opposed to what the scientific consensus says. Um, there's a discussion about this issue of false balance and that bringing in experts who are perhaps dishonest actors uh, taint the discourse and push it into directions that are unhealthy. Uh, why would you want to set the tone of your meeting? with that kind of a message? So um, he, he definitely brings a very interesting point of view. I think when you look at who some of our other presenters are and are their keynotes, I think there's a real balance there that will, you know, allow you to, to challenge uh, any one of them. And that's really one of our focuses. So was Patrick Moore's choice then like stunt casting? I don't know how to respond to that, to be honest with you. I think you're all here with some interest, and you're helping us to say that we're doing some interesting things. That's more how I would phrase it. So people have suggested, sorry, people have suggested online and in other forms potentially that this actually is discrediting the city holding a sustainability conference in the first place, bringing in a speaker like this. Sure, and again, all I can tell you is that we, we were aware that he would bring a perspective. We want to make sure that people look at the whole agenda and see what else we're trying to do to make sure that there is a complete uh, view here presented on, on sustainability, alternate energy, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'll wait for two days after it to see how it goes. But, I mean, further to that, uh, the, the concern that's being raised is that the city is essentially saying that they're on the fence about climate change. Yeah, I don't believe that. I think council made it themselves very clear with their motion. I think we made ourselves very clear with hosting the conference. And I think we're making ourselves very clear with who we're bringing in in total, all 45 presentations. How would you respond to the suggestion that you're, bringing, that you're basically giving a climate denier a platform? It's not our intent. Our intent is to have a dialogue and make sure that all ideas are challenged. What ideas or what point of view is he supposed to represent? Well, he has a background that's rather interesting from where he began, whether it's with Greenpeace. He has an interesting view on, uh, on uh, the, the role of different energy sources and so on. And as the conference unfolds, that's one of the things we're looking at is all sorts of different energy sources, but also where people have had very much success with that. So... I think you take it as part of a discussion. The, do, you, do you believe that we're part of a climate crisis right now, amid a climate crisis? Um, I think you have to look at it from this point of view. The city has made a commitment that we wish to be sustainable. We're looking at this from a long-term point of view, and we want to challenge what is currently being done within our city and what is currently being done within our country and make sure that there is much information out there to make sure that we can adapt and do it smartly. But you don't have a yes or no on whether we're part, like, amid a climate crisis right now? Um, I, I'm, I, it's not so much about what my point of view is. I want to make sure that people are informed. So our target audience for this is, in fact, uh, municipalities across Canada. We want to make sure that they can go back into their communities and have all of these discussions, not just Regina. You suggested this conference is about people being informed. Yeah. 
But if Patrick Moore is uh, saying things that are contrary to science, isn't there a concern of people coming away being misinformed? Uh, I, think that's a, I think that's an interesting point. What I hope is that people will come with an open mind and make their own decisions after two full days of dialogue. So I really rest my case on the fact that we're bringing in an awful lot of world-class, national-class people to present a whole uh, series of information, and uh, I think they'll make the right call. There's also two of the uh, sessions during the conference are going to be on small nuclear reactors. Patrick Moore has, uh, he's been paid by the nuclear industry to promote their position. Is he here to uh, stump for the nuclear industry? No, he's not. uh, uh, That's not why why we would have picked him before. The nuclear one is certainly, uh, by the way, was decided well before the province of Saskatchewan ever said anything about it in terms of their view. We thought again... Uh, because there's been a lot of research done on this small-scale nuclear because of where we live in the province and what we have here, that it would be an interesting topic. And I would assure you that we brought in some very top people across the uh, nation to talk about that. And again, it's one of those topics. I call it aspirational, not immediate. You've, we've spoken before about sure. the difficulty that you guys had in finding speakers. Uh, how high on your list was Patrick Moore when you guys were uh, selecting people to come? Um, he was an interesting name. But, you know, I, I'm not sure it would be high or low. Uh, we were, we, we, so, so that you all understand. One of the speakers that we, we looked at was really interesting and really credible and only came in at $75,000 plus expenses. He was discredited immediately. That's, that's way out of line. So um, it's not about finances so much, but some of them were just niche people. So we tried to bring in some people that would be a little bit larger scale, uh, but also to challenge. Sorry, how much are you paying Patrick? So Patrick is going to get uh, 10000 plus um, 1400 in expenses. The other keynotes range from 5 to 10 and but most of the speakers that are coming are coming because they wish to and their communities are sending them. So he's the most expensive? He, he's, that's it. So you're paying the climate denier, just to be clear, the most money to speak at the sustainability conference. This fee is 10000 and it's 1400 in expenses. Do you feel like the registration of $300 is accessible to people? So, again, our target audience is meant to be municipalities, and we're hoping that both elected and, uh, and uh, senior staff would be the ones to come. Based on my experience and conferences that I've attended, I think the number for that audience is reasonable. We're simply looking at cost recovery, and again, I emphasize we have, we have a, uh, 45 different speakers with multiple, multiple different sessions. It, that's what it costs. You're, two of your other speakers, one is a futurist yes. who seems to have... Uh, uh, very little background in science and a uh, adventurer. Yep. Um, why were they chosen to be speakers? Again, so some, um, I, I hope, an interesting discussion. The adventurer has been one of those people that has traveled at least specifically into the Arctic and so on, spent months. He goes outdoors. He has a view of what the world looks like and how it's changed over time. We think that's an interesting view. The futurist uh, was actually, a, I'll, I'll call it a bit of a challenge, um, because in talking to people outside of the city and so on, they thought that if you're going to be aspirational, you got to look at people that think outside the box. I don't know what the qualifications of a futurist is, but we found him interesting in terms of some presentations we've watched of him. So, uh, yeah, why him? Uh, why no scientists? Um, I, I think that what you'll see with some of the other presenters is that they're bringing that kind of uh, dialogue uh, to their presentations. So, um, yeah. But also a good point, by the way. So 
in terms of this particular speaker and maybe the future of the adventure, are you going to kind of preface where they stand before they talk? Or I noticed on his speaker kind of bio on your website, some of his actual background isn't mentioned. So are you concerned people could get, you know, misinformed about where he stands? I understand. Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, I'll say in early stages of, of putting all this stuff out. So we're going to do some updates as we go along and talk to those people. Yes. Um, there is some concern amongst uh, groups within the community that the $300 price tag to get into the conference is uh, prohibitive. Uh, has there been any thought about that issue? Um, again, we tried to look at cost recovery, and so that's where that comes from. We, have, uh, we are doing uh, a lot of community engagement in the next few months. That includes uh, a youth engagement that will be presented. And so we just did a, and of course you never know how many people are going to come. So we have a target of hopefully 300 people coming, and that will cover our expenses. So you're standing by the city's decision to bring in Patrick Moore. That you're not rethinking it or defending. That's correct. Uh, so what is the goal? What is the outcome of this conference supposed to be? Sure. So we hope that when we're finished, there'll be a, a roadmap, so that the council of the day, as they get the information, can see. Um, here's how some folks have done, I'll just pick on a simple one, solar and how they, how they achieved it, what the costs were and all that kind of stuff, and see where that fits in. So the idea is to have a roadmap for the next um, 30 years for how we can begin the process of becoming sustainable and be challenged to what could be uh, you know, 10 and 20 years from now. Roadmap. Oh, you go. Oh, sorry. My question was just, you know, mentioning he generates interest, Patrick Moore, back to Patrick Moore. Mm -hmm. Was there any idea that he might appeal more to these rural municipalities or more conservative-minded people that you might be thinking to attract? That's a good question, but the answer is no. Never had that discussion. Um, If the, the goal of this conference is to end up with a framework that's responsive to the Renewable City motion that came last year, uh... What do you say to the people who are concerned about how the the way this conference is shaping up, especially with the first keynote, uh, tainting sort of the legacy of that or the uh, the outcome of that framework? Look at the conference as a whole. Tell me when it's done if we didn't attain a lot of very good things. But a lot of people are not going to be able to go to that conference to look at it and see what it provides. And, and the uh, documentation that we're going to provide will be public following. Will there be uh, sessions online, live streamed, so that people can watch what's going on? Uh, uh, we haven't talked about that just yet. Uh, we have just um, acquired a, um, a new uh, platform called Cvent where we can do a number of things, and we're just exploring some of that. I can't answer that question right now. Uh, you mentioned a youth forum. Do you have any more details on when that would be happening and who will be invited? Yeah. So uh, what I can tell you is that uh, we're working on it. We're working with the school boards and so on, and we'll be happy to tell you as soon as we get commitments from everybody. There has been a ton of interest in the community about this. There are other forums being set up uh, independently of the city by civil society groups. Mm -hmm. Um, Has there been interaction with them, and is there going to be like an even wider consultation with those groups? Yeah, so we're working with uh, one of the uh, folks on the University of Regina on some public engagement right now that he's doing. We've uh, he's been to council and uh, presented a little bit. He'll be uh, part of the conference to present more and be doing work following the conference. So there's, I think, a lot going on there in that regard and I'm pleased with that. Do you think that climate change is man-made? I think my personal opinion is is not the issue here. I think again what we're going to try and do in the conference is present as much information we can on how to become sustainable and how to deal with alternate energy sources and we'll go from there.